Hello, welcome to the Film Obsessed Couple. I'm Shelly. And I'm Scott. And you know what? Father's Day is just around the corner. Shit, is it really? Kind of. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's in June. And if you're like pre-planner like me and you're trying to think of something that you want to give your dad for Father's Day, Mm -hmm. I've got something. What is it? It is a hat hanger. And you may be like, Shelly, what the hell? But if you have a dad or you know somebody that has like cowboy hats or sun hats or those big hats, man, they take up so much room. Mm-hmm. I do macrame and I have an Etsy store and it's called Moon Knight Crafts, N-I-G-H-T, like the night sky. Yes. And I have made something that will hang these big, beautiful hats on your wall and get them up out of your way. Yeah. So Father's Day or not, if it's something you're interested in, the link is going to be in our descriptions. Check it out. I have other things too. So appreciate you just taking a look-see. Any looking or purchasing or buying would be amazing. Just help Shelly out if you can because she just started her business. Yes. But we're going to be talking about... Evil Dead 2. Yes, yeah, Evil Dead Rise came out last, well, Friday, Friday now. We saw a preview for Evil Dead Rise, I think we were watching YouTube, and it was like a quick ad before the video, and I was like, oh, I would really like to see that, and you were like, I've never seen any of the Evil Dead movies. Yes. So we were like, oh, well, we need to review all three of them for the show, and we're like, oh, we don't know if we have time to do all of them. (laughs) So I was like, well, that's okay because we can really, you know, the first one is a great movie and it kickstarted everything. Like it really blew up. But we can watch the second one. We can watch the third one. We haven't discussed if we'll be doing an episode on the third one, but, you know, we just wanted to watch them before we watch the new one. Yeah, I feel like I've seen them because you keep showing me clips of them. Oh, yeah. Because you're such, you know, you're a fan. Yes, I've shown you the scene of Ash going crazy in the cabin, like laughing with everybody. Mm-hmm. I've shown you that before. I don't remember why. <laughs> no, I no idea. Yeah. No idea. Yes, no, I've seen this movie like a ton of times. I'd say maybe 20 or 30 times. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. It's just an amazing horror comedy. And did you really think it was like super funny watching it or did you not get like that aspect of it? Did you just think it was kind of more straight horror movie? No, it wasn't straight horror. No yeah. way. It was it was a little Tim Burton-y for me a little bit yeah. too. Like the bridge, the way that it kind of came up as a as a claw or a hand. Yeah. That was kind of neat. Yeah. Yeah, they the special effects in this movie are just incredible, especially for the time. Like they had Greg Nicotero and Howard Berger who would go on, well they were K&B Studios at the time and they've gone on to massive massive success howard Berger, i think won an oscar for the chronicles of narnia and greg nicotero uh worked all over the walking dead directing and doing the special effects nice so like to get those guys at their craft to do this you know you know you got something special for real and everybody was very young at the time of course but they were still very talented so you said you don't think or you have not seen this movie before we watched it absolutely not all Mm -hmm. right well, cool. Well, well, good. I, I like getting your reaction to something that you've never seen before. Because mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, is that is she going to think of it the way that I do? And 
you know, and it, or you're going to be like, it was kind of boring in parts because there's a lot of scenes where you're kind of just with Ash by himself. I didn't think any of it was boring. Good. No. Did I love it? No. Uh-huh. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just because of the time. Yeah. And I kind of have to remind myself, okay, you got to wait. You got to think this has been a little bit. Yeah. So for that time, but it's still a little, it's quirky. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that it, I don't know. I don't know that it fit quite the quirkiness and the horror together. Mm. I know. Well, don't, you're, you're, no, don't I mean, come at me. <laughs> it, it, it definitely entitled to have your own opinion, of course. Yeah, and that'll be interesting to talk about. That's but right. We didn't watch the first one because as people who are fans of this series know, this this kind of does like an almost a quick retelling of the first one. Uh, not exactly. There are more people in the cabin in the first one. And basically what happens to Ash and his girlfriend happened to a group of people in the first one. And that one is more straight-up horror. There's not much comedy in that. And a girl gets raped in a tree, <laughs> by a tree. Yeah, you were saying that. I kind of just want to see that scene because uh, it's just weird. It's been a while, but everyone always points that out when they're talking about it. They're like, is that the movie where the girl gets raped by a tree? Yeah. <laughs> yes, come on. <laughs> you know, I, I think what I was expecting was more drag me to hell. You were expecting that? Something mm. similar to it yeah. where it's still really scary, but also hints of comedy. Yeah. This I did not feel scared. Yeah, and some can say that this was kind of, and, and both of them, of course, by Sam Raimi, but some can say that this was maybe like him, when he got to drag me to hell, he had refined his process. He mm-hmm. knew exactly, and he'd gone on and he directed all the Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man trilogy, and he was a huge director. So maybe he was like, I've got money, because I don't think they had very much money. They definitely didn't for the first one, right. but I don't know how much they had for the second one, because... After the first movie, Sam Raimi did go on and direct, and it made him like a very big name because that movie was – the first one, I can't sp- express how much of a cult hit it was. Oh, I bet. Like Stephen King, the writer, like loved the first one so much that he would like basically tell everybody about it. Oh, wow. And that's how they got pretty much the second one made from what I read in the trivia. They were like, look, Stephen King you know, it loves the movie, and he talked to some people I think that he knew, and they got money, more money definitely than they had on the first one to do this one. Well, that's really cool. It's nice to see how they developed, you know, how some you know, wonderful director mm-hmm. has came about. It, I didn't hate it. Right. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, no, I was over here laughing at the silliness and you were kind of like mm. <laughs> <laughs> like okay well, a lamp is moving around and laughing well, all right i know it's different <laughs> it's different for everybody you know and you see bruce campbell get hit for like 30 seconds by a gigantic pool of blood you know i just find that funny <laughs> that is kind of funny and i did like the kitchen scene when he was kicking his own ass <laughs> yes <laughs> That's a great scene, yeah. Apparently, I was reading in the trivia that they wanted to show footage from the first movie, but the rights to that were with somebody else, so they couldn't, like, show movie footage from it. So they kind of just redid it a little bit, like, very quickly, you know. Hmm. Sexy-ass Bruce Campbell. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, then, like, in the 80s, this is is prime Bruce Campbell. Yeah, he's pretty good looking. Yeah, you could could chisel something off of that chin he's got. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, he and his girlfriend go to the cabin and the girl 
she gets taken out, you know, he just sees that she has been gunned because similar to the first one, they do play like the real the real recorder. Mm. Which you wouldn't think that you would want to play if you just heard people talking. You'd be like, Chapter one. I found a book. You'd be like, I'm gonna turn this off. <laughs> Again, it was that time, you know. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, VHS. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. Was there VHS at that time? Probably. I, I think so. 80s, late 80s. Yeah, yeah. I would think. But this kind of gives a little more backstory to the book, the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, the Book Ooh. of the Dead. That this guy, I, th- boy, it's been so long since I've seen the first one, but I think the story is still similar to where this guy found the book and was translating it. But... You get it where he found it in an abandoned castle. It's Boy, it's escaping my mind where they were. But they found this book, and you see his daughter and her boyfriend who come back later in the movie. But they found this book, and the dad and the mom go to this cabin and start translating it. And wouldn't you know it, as soon as the guy's like, I'm going to read pages from this book of the dead. And he's like... And then, wouldn't you know it, Ash's girlfriend gets taken out the window. Oh, shit. And this movie moves pretty quickly, but Ash does have to kill his girlfriend, you know. Like, kills her in the crazy way. Chops her fucking head off. <laughs> With the shovel, which is very funny. Yeah, he, she's coming after him as a, they call them deadites in this series. She's coming after him as a deadite, and he has this shovel, and he just swings it, and her head goes flying. <laughs> Which makes me think these deadites are not very well put together. Oh, I thought that was kind of funny. And I also thought she kind of looked like a scary doll. Yeah, her eyes, which apparently nobody could see when these contacts were in. Like, Ash, later when he turns into a deadite, you can see they've got like these contacts that are just like kind of white. And they were like, when they put those in, nobody could see. So they were like, I I imagine they would probably just turn them where they wanted and be like, go crazy. (laughs) Start acting. No, no, Bruce, you're looking at the wall. (laughs) Uh, The cuts are very good in this movie. I think I wrote it down. When he cuts her head off with the shovel, the head flies at the camera and like blacks out the screen. Mm -hmm. And then it cuts back and it's a shovel and he's burying her. So there are so many cool little transitions like that. Yeah, that was neat. Yeah, I also like because afterwards... Once he buries her, he becomes possessed. Yeah, because he's like all freaking out and stuff. And I think we get a scene here too where he gets chased by by the force through the cabin. Mm-hmm. Which I told you, if you look, and I've listened to the commentary to this before when I was younger. But one of the things I remember is like when Ash is getting chased through the house by the demonic presence. You can, If you look up, you can see that there's no roof. Mm-hmm, it's right. like a stage. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, no, he, he sees his girlfriend get reanimated and she does a little ballerina dance. Ugh, yeah, which was animated. I, I mean, you could tell. Like stop motion. Right. Yeah. But it wasn't like horrible. I, I think it fit. Yeah. So even though I said it doesn't really come together, that part I, I thought was okay. Well, it is very funny too, because when she's doing twirls, like her head will stay still because mm. she's like re-added it back to the body. Um, it, it is very, very funny to me. She jumps out of frame. She's doing like her ballerina and she jumps and she's like, me. <laughs> <laughs> funny shit. But you know, when the sun comes up, because if you remember, if 
you haven't listened to our Night of the Demons episode, oh yeah, go listen to that. Sun comes up. Demons don't like sun. No, yeah, not at all. I think Ash needs to team up with the Night of the Demons and take those people out. For real. He's got a chainsaw. He's got a shotgun. Hell yeah. He gets more stuff in the next movie, which we'll watch eventually. But uh, there is a jump scare here because his girlfriend like grabs him through the window and then he wakes up like it was all a dream. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah, and then her head falls in his lap. <laughs> which the way they did this was pretty cool. Like, here, because she's talking, and it really is the lady. I don't really remember how they did it, but she does the whole, like, swallow your soul thing and bites his hand. And this starts, like, a really funny <laughs> fucking, he's beating his head up against everything he could find. <laughs> he's like, bah, ah. <laughs> Then he finally puts it in, like, a vice grip. Yeah, he runs to the woodshed <laughs> and puts it in the vice grip. And, and this is where she, I think she here says swallow your soul or whatnot, but, um... She cuts back to the actress. It's like she's not infected and it's her. Yeah. And you were like, wow, that's pretty cool because it looks like it's a severed head and a vice grip, but it's this actress being like, please don't kill me, Ash. I thought that was amazing. Like, because yeah. I really looked at the bottom of the vice grip to see if you could see like her, you know, the top of her chest or whatever. Yeah. And you can't. Like, it looks yeah. so good. I wonder how they did. That's insane. That's really cool. Um, there is another funny gag here. He's looking for something to get the severed head off of his hand, and he opens up the top, and there's a chainsaw, but for some reason there's like a chalk outline of where the chainsaw would be. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd they put a chalk outline there? That chainsaw is deceased. <laughs> I guess. Just to let the audience know, a chainsaw went here. It was murdered. <laughs> they had to use a chalk outline. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you know it, her de- demonic body comes in and starts trying to chainsaw him, and... I think he eventually flips it onto onto the body and chainsaws it. And this is a really cool part where the blood from the body sprays onto the light bulb and it turns it red. Mm-hmm. So like the whole room looks red and he eventually does chainsaw his girlfriend's head too. <laughs> yes. Which, did you think this was really, really violent? Like really crazy? No. Not, not by today's standard, right? I mean, I don't know. I, maybe it's because I, I like horror movies, mm-hmm. but I didn't think... It was like a silly, Yeah, it was too much to be real. Right. I'm like, that's like letting out all your body's blood at one time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it can't be stated enough how much uh, Bruce Campbell gets tortured throughout this movie because he just gets douched with it throughout the whole movie. Like when he's chainsawing the, the headless corpse, he's getting like black blood all over him. Yeah, he is like in it the whole time isn't it like pretty much yeah i mean they cut to like the mom and dad off finding the book and And then the the, daughter and the boyfriend or whatever they cut those scenes but it's not for very long no no he's like the the main character of this and he's he's pretty much in it and he's in it a lot by himself which is interesting like you you're always kind of like well how would a movie with a person by themselves most of the time be interesting and I know by the end he's with everybody and it's really kicked up the action. But you're mm. like, just watching this man kind of be by himself in this cabin going crazy. Getting possessed yeah. and uh, <laughs> fighting his dead girlfriend. Right. <laughs> yeah, because after this, now that he's killed his girlfriend, this is where the demonic presence, which I love the way they do this. This is kind of a Sam Raimi thing. I, I believe he does it in Drag Me to Hell where it's like the camera itself is the evil force. And it's like rushing at things and mm. rushing at people because it like rips ash 
and I think they put him on like a little kind of like a like a dolly or something here when he's getting thrown through the forest because he's like he flips and turns as it's like pulling him back yeah that was kind of neat which I did read and and it shouldn't be stated enough here that Sam Raimi has said that he loves to torture Bruce Campbell when he Mm -hmm. does it so Mm -hmm. there's scenes where he was driving his car when he finds that the bridge is out and there's scenes where like um like trees like branches are hitting him in the face apparently those branches were controlled by Sam Raimi he was like (laughs) hitting him in the face I wonder if it's just like that's their kind of friendship or surely he doesn't it's not like a vengeful thing I don't think so they they do I mean they still work together Bruce Campbell was in all of those Spider-Man movies was not in Drag Me to Hell which is actually the first movie he was never in the car was I mean the car's in everything in everything yeah and Bruce Campbell the most recent Sam Raimi movie he was in Doctor Strange Mm -hmm. as the food cart guy which he ends up kicking his own ass there, too. <laughs> I wonder if that was kind of a nod because his <laughs> hand is like beating the shit out of him. I don't remember if it was the same hand. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, Doctor Strange has a very quick interaction where he tells Bruce Campbell to kick his own ass. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it'll wear off in a week. <laughs> he like squirts ketchup and mustard in his face yeah. and then starts hitting himself. Which also to say that uh, Sam Raimi, his producer partner and... Um, Bruce Campbell are all like big fans of the Three Stooges. So mm. doing this whole thing like, mm-hmm, like hitting himself in the face. That makes sense. Yeah, which were you a, a fan of the Three Stooges? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about that before. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, well, there we go. <laughs> I would listen to other podcasts and they would forget like what they said in the past. And I'm like, how do you forget what you said? But Oh, no, it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, I'm surprised I remember that. Yeah, I'm coming up with shit to fill an hour and a half-ish each mo- each couple weeks so forgive me if i don't remember what i said on doomsday (laughs) which we've done doomsday so if you haven't listened to that yeah no exactly and but yeah it's just the way that bruce campbell gets tortured in here and the sound effects that like the monsters and the creatures have like his hand it's like like, Mm -hmm. it has like a voice of its own just makes me think of the three stooges especially when you said in dr strange how he's spraying himself with mustard and ketchup Right. Just the way they move makes me think of Three Stooges. Exactly. Totally. Uh, For more backstory, yeah, we do get a scene, like you've mentioned, where the daughter of the the husband and wife in the cabin, they come back. I guess they got separated or the parents came back early because the daughter and her boyfriend are flying in and she has found, maybe she was looking additionally herself, but she has found additional pages to the Book of the Dead. Yeah, the missing pages. Yeah. I was so fascinated because he's like, well, when are you going to start the translation? And she's like, tonight, as soon as I get home. And he says something like it'll take him an hour to get to the cabin. And I'm like, how late is it? <laughs> well, you know, you can't really read a book like that unless it's like at 3 a.m. True. Because that's when all the demons start coming around. It's just usually at 3 a.m. Um, have you ever seen the movie The Haunting of Mo- No, wait, is it? Um, shit. You know the answer. Exorcism of Emily Rose. I don't think so. Okay, well, it has the mom from Ozark in it, and she's a lawyer defending a priest who was performing an exorcism on a woman who died. And there is a scene where he's like, oh, at 3.15 a.m., that's when all the demonic shit happens because it's kind of saying screw you to when Christ died at 3.15 (laughs) p.m. I'm like, they knew exactly when God died, like Christ died on the cross? What? 
I don't think they had watches. No, maybe it's the sun. They could tell. Yeah, but that never sat with me. I was like, they know that God died at 3.15 p.m.? I mean, I don't know about like daylight savings time. They didn't (laughs) do that at that time, I'm sure. And he was in the Middle East. So, I mean, it wouldn't have been 3.15 p.m. here, I don't Mm -mm. think, unless they factored that in. They're like... I, you know, they were like, well, it was 12 over there, so it would have been around uh, through, you know. I mean, there's a lot of things they need to consider. They can't just blurt out a time and expect it to yeah. be, like, written in stone, okay, people? Right. No, it, it that just made me laugh. The movie actually has some pretty scary parts. The, the whole thing is about a girl getting possessed. This priest comes in to perform the exorcism on her, and then most of it is about this court case of them being like, well, did this priest do the right thing? Hmm. That sounds um, interesting. It's not bad. It has some scary parts in it. I do remember when my friends and I went to see it, we were like, oh, well, let's go watch this new horror movie. We were walking out, and there was this couple standing there, and this guy just goes, hey, guys, are you going to go see The Exorcism of Emily Rose? And we were like, oh, yeah, we're seeing the next showing. And he's like, don't go see it. It's just mainly court cases. It's just a court case movie. <laughs> and we were like, oh. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for ruining it. So anyway, 3.15 a.m. is when all the demonic shit happens. Yeah, and you know, sometimes when I get up at night and have to go to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's 3 (gasps) a.m. And I get scared. (laughs) For real? I do. I'm like, I go and I go to the bathroom real quick and then I run back into bed. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, being it, I don't know, my medicine I take for my OCD, if I sleep for a bit and I wake up, I'm just like out of it. Which, We Hate Movies, again, shout out to them, has has posited that if you want to survive a horror movie, just get completely fucked up. Like, get drunk out of your mind. And so the demon will be like, hey, hey, wake up. <laughs> just fucking passed out. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the late at night can be kind of creepy, but this woman apparently is going to maybe stay up till 3 a.m. and do the translations of these pages. I mean, I don't blame her. Yeah, she's excited. She really wants to see what happens. She can't wait. Yeah. We do get Ash here at some point. His hand has become possessed and he (laughs) has become possessed too. So, like you said, he was possessed by the, as a demon and then the sun came out and he was fine for a while, but then his hand started going batshit crazy. Yes. (laughs) And we get this scene, which is just amazing here, where he's in the kitchen, just beating the shit out of himself. And apparently, if the trivia is to be believed, Sam Raimi told him to just improvise as much as he could and let him do the scene. Which is great. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, I don't think those are real plates because he's hitting a bunch of plates over his head. I imagine those were fake. Yeah. But he was like, go crazy and make your hand, like, fight your hand. It really looks good. There's scenes where, like, the hand looks like it's trying to get at him when he's holding it like this. It's like, Mm. and he's like, oh, oh, oh." (laughs) and you're like, wow, that's. He's doing a great job. I uh, put in my notes that he was playing Don't Hit Yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, when somebody, like, it always happened when I was younger, they take your hand and be like, Don't hit yourself. Don't hit yourself. Yes. They hit you with it. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's what he was playing. I know. It was like, eh, 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 and they hitting him and poking <laughs> him in the eyes and shit. It, it does have kind of a little bit of a voice. It's like, eh, 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 eh. he does this great stunt here where he flips. It like yeah. the hand grabs him at the back of the neck and flips him over. And I'm like, I don't think that would have worked. <laughs> I mean, he, you could do that if you're in shape. Well, yes, you can. But I don't know if the hand would have had enough power to flip uh, just the not. hand itself. But Who that's knows? Three Stooges stuff, too. Yeah. 
the hand does see like a knife off in the distance, so it starts crawling. It's like reaching out, grabbing, and then pulling him closer to the knife. Yeah, because he got knocked out. Yeah, as he flipped, he got mm-hmm. knocked out. And right as it's about to grab the knife, Bruce Campbell stabs it with another knife that he's got. <laughs> and own he, hand. Yeah, he's like, ha, 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 oh. He's like, I got you, you son of a bitch. Oh, God, it hurts so bad. Oh, man. Yeah. And I think, yeah, this is where he, the chainsaw, mm. you know, he did, he pulls the chainsaw back out. He starts it with his teeth, which I don't think would have been possible. No. Yeah. Those, man, have you ever tried to start a gas, anything, like a fucking chainsaw or a weed eater? Thankfully, we have, because of you, we have an electric chainsaw that just starts right up. That is why we have it, because (laughs) those gas ones, I get so pissed off. Yeah. So mad because it doesn't start. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, because I've tried, like, we our mower... It takes a couple of tries to get it going. Eh, yeah. So I'm just like, <laughs> I have to like psych myself up. I have to get myself mad. Yeah. Before I, you know, pull anything gas. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to have to get all my anger in this. I'm going to put all my strength in this and just pull on it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> if it doesn't start, then I get really mad. Well, we're going to start practicing to where I'm going to start the mower with my teeth. Okay. Be like, can it be done? Yeah. Stay Ash tuned. We're going to have a YouTube episode. <laughs> but like, can this be started with my teeth next episode? We're going to the dentist. <laughs> Scott's getting dentures. <laughs> yeah. But he cuts his hand off here, and this is another scene where he just gets splattered with blood everywhere, like on his face. And... I don't know. You see in movies where people have to do shit like this, like to cut their hands off and stuff. And I think you would just die in a real situation. Mm. I mean, unless it's cauterized because, you know, you got some arteries and veins and stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. But he was like, you could tell that it drove him mad, like out of his mind, which is why he, you know, sawed his own hand off. Yeah. But yeah, realistically, nah. Yeah, I don't know. I... yeah, because we just cut to him, and it's a funny gag in the movie where he has this hand, and he puts a bucket over it, and he puts a bunch of books over it, That's a, and the first one on top says, a, fail, a Farewell to Arms. Yeah. Which is a real book. At some point here, he does find his famous shotgun. He finds it and just finds a bunch of ammo for it in this cabin as he's kind of walking around, and... The thing that makes me laugh about this cabin is, like, when they go in the doors, like, from there's a door at the front and a door at the back... These doors look like you could just chop through them with your hand. Oh, yeah. Like you just punch through it with like barely any effort. It's like a, a one ply. <laughs> Balsa wood, baby. <laughs> one ply of wood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's some of the charm of the movie, but like there's this, there's a part where Ash is trying to get through the back door at the, the daughter and, you know, it. he's just like, Ugh! I'm like, you could probably walk through that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, And it shows like when the demons... Like when he, they were chasing him through the house earlier, it does show how it just like splinters the doors. Like yeah. they just are busted all over and it's just easy. Yeah. No, it, it's definitely funny. And so we get this, probably one of my favorite scenes of the movie here is where he's kind of sitting. He's got like a little bandage over his severed hand and that's all he needs. <laughs> that's, that's not bleeding. Yeah, not at all. Mm-hmm. He's not passing out from blood loss. No. But... The hand in the bucket starts moving, and you see it go off screen. And 
he sees like there's holes in the wall and he sees this thing like moving around and he's trying to shoot it and this hand is just toying with him this is where you definitely get more of its kind of voice like mm-hmm. uh, funny visual gag that hand gets stuck in a cheese trap for a mouse yes trap. <laughs> that like, is ah! funny it does flip him off here at one point too mm-hmm. which is really funny and uh, he shoots at the wall at one point, and he thinks he got it because it's all like me. What's what's yep. the hand in Adam's family? Thing. That's right. It kind of reminds me of Thing. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, we just watched Wednesday. Well, when it came out. Yeah, it's so. been a minute. It was good. Yeah, we liked it a lot, and it should be doing, I think, a second season because it was like the most popular show ever. Oh yeah, for real. Which, by the way, I'm gonna call this dude out. We went to a friend of Shelly's uh, concert. Like, the lady that Shelly knows, she knows a guy who was in a band that we went to last night. Yeah. Speaking of Netflix shows, the bass player, super, super nice guy, mm-hmm. wearing a Stranger Things t-shirt. And Shelly goes, oh my gosh, are you a fan of the show? And he goes, no. <laughs> well, I said, have you seen it? And he's like, not all of it. And oh, like, great. Oh. I thought he was like, oh, no. No. That's and I was like. And he was all like, oh, I do I do a lot of stuff. I haven't had time to watch it. I'm like, okay. I thought he said he didn't see the show at all. <laughs> I was like, why are you wearing it? Which, quick shout out. If you're in the Springfield, Springfield area, Cover Charged. It's the band that we saw. Really nice guys. Yes, don't make don't bring up the fact that I made fun of their bass player. He that dude I talked to him for a minute, super nice guy. Yeah, awesome. They're just all so nice and they're there to have as much fun as you are. That's what I really enjoyed about it. Yeah. Um the bass player would slip in some stuff from Tool every now and again and mm-hmm. I was talking to him for a minute and I was like, "Did you play Opiate by Tool for a minute there?" and he's like, "Oh, yeah, sometimes in a song I'll I'll slip in something." He's like, "I forget what song he said they play, the cover song they do." He's like, but at the end, sometimes I'll play the ending and bass part to Pantera's um, Cowboys from Hell. And he's like, it's in the same key. It's in A. So I'll just put that in at the end there. And he's like, no one ever notices it, but I just like to play it. That's nice. So like, Yeah, but you can find them on Facebook and see where they're playing at and stuff. Yeah, which, which the bass really player nice. in their Facebook picture is wearing that Stranger Things t-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, is that the only shirt he's got? <laughs> you always have a favorite shirt, you know? Like yeah. you just feel comfortable in and you could feel like you could be yourself in. So I bet that's what that's what that shirt is to him. Yeah. And my uh my Zelda t shirt's that for me. Yeah. It just fits. I like it. I always get complimented on it, but that's not the reason. It just is so comfortable. That shirt I wore last night, I it's just a blouse yeah. type shirt. Yeah. That's it for me. It's so <laughs> it's comfy. Yeah. And it looks nice. Everybody has one. There we go. Yeah. And shout out to Brenna, my friend that we hung out with. <laughs> Did she listen to us? She said she was going to. We'll see. Because if she does, if she, Brenna, if you're listening, mention this so I know. <laughs> uh, again, apologies <laughs> about the Stranger Things shirt. I just thought it was funny. But not no, everybody can watch everything at once, you know. Exactly. He's, he's a busy guy. Yeah. He's probably bass playing everywhere. Exactly. But it is funny here in the movie because this is where Ash does get like just a ton of blood shot into his face. No, like it was like a fucking hose went off. Yeah. And apparently how they did it is that Bruce Campbell was like laying on the ground, I think they said. Basically, they like they turned the camera sideways because it was the ceiling. The blood was being shot down at him from the ceiling. 
and they oh. turned the camera to make it look like he was standing up. Oh, okay. But they do reverse it. You can see it because the blood like goes back into the wall. Yeah. And then it's just the room is clean, but Ash is just completely covered in blood. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, and this is the part that I've shown you before, and I don't know why. I think when we were watching Drag Me to Hell, I was trying to show you kind of like the comedy aspect of horror. The Sam Raimi stuff. The style he does, mm-hmm. yeah. So I showed That's you the it. scene, because this is where everything comes to life and starts laughing at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the the deer, on the, the deer head on the ceiling, or on the wall there, is like laughing at him. Some of these are the producers, and one of them is Sam Raimi. I think he might be the lamp. The the deer was the creepiest. Yeah, because it has like white eyes. Yeah, and the tongue comes out, and mm-hmm. it, it just I don't know. It was creepy. Yeah, the way it moved too. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, and you could tell that's probably that's like an animatronic, just the way it moves. Right. Yeah. Sorry if you hear mowing. We have new neighbors, and they don't understand our schedule right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna march over there and tell them. They. Uh, but yeah, Ash, you can tell he's going crazy here because he laughs with them for a minute and then he starts screaming. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh! And then, wouldn't you know it, he hears something outside and he shoots at the door. <laughs> and it's the... Because we didn't really go over it here, but the daughter, her boyfriend, are now with this hillbilly and his girlfriend, Bobby Joe. He was going to help her get to the cabin, but they realized the bridge was out. This guy's like, well, I know where a shortcut is through the back path. So they pay him. And he's like, I'll take you there for a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And the daughter's like, well, if you take my trunk, if you carry it, I'll give you it. And then there's a quick funny shot of him like struggling, carrying this crate. Yeah. It's like huge, a huge <laughs> trunk. Crazy. But they've gotten to the cabin, and Ash just accidentally shot Bobby Joe, the yeah. hillbilly's girlfriend. Man, Bobby Joe, what, like, what the the best of hillbilly names? <laughs> and she doesn't look like a hillbilly lady. She's very pretty, no. and yeah, he does. He, he's whatever I, his. I call, I think I called a boyfriend. Okay, okay. So, the daughter is Annie. Are Hill- you Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> the hillbilly is Jake from State Farm. And the Bobby Joe, and then the lady's boyfriend is Ed. Word. (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there? I did. That was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, he has shot Bobby Joe. They rush Ash and beat the shit out of him a little bit. And they end up throwing him in the cellar and locking him in there. Which, I mean, what is he doing there in the first place? What do you mean? This is her cabin. I think there's a, a line or something where it's just like, if the owner comes back, we'll leave or something like that. I think they're just squatting. Wow. Yeah. I guess you could just be like, that's an old cabin who fucking goes there. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So they get settled. Bobby Joe gets treated. Her arm. I think she got like clipped in the arm a yeah, little bit. Yeah. She's fine. She's fine. She will be fine in this movie, yes. And the daughter is like, well, where the hell are my parents at? Better turn on this reel-to-reel tape recorder. (laughs) (laughs) And here's where you get the... This is a very effective scene. The dad is like, my wife turned. Like, after I read these pages, my Mm -hmm. wife turned. And Mm -hmm. I had to kill her. And he's like, God help me. I buried her in the fruit cellar. 
It's like I buried her dead body in the fruit cellar, and it cuts to ash in the fruit cellar, and this monster's name is Henrietta. She pops out, <laughs> and he has the funniest scream. Like, nobody laughs as hard as that as I do. I just, for some reason, his scream is so damn funny. I can't do it. Like, I can't even get that high, yeah. No. <laughs> but Henrietta is a puppet. It, it Well, not like a puppet, but it is special effects. It's Sam Raimi's brother, Ted, has been in a lot of his movies and movies of his own right. I'm trying to find a picture because you probably, you've seen him before. He's always wearing glasses. Oh, yeah, that guy with the glasses. Okay. He's been in stuff. Somewhat. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Sure. He is in this makeup, and apparently the makeup is so fucking hot because later, when Henrietta escapes, she's like kind of hovering and grabs... Flying about. Yeah. There is a scene where Ash like calls out to her to like get her attention, and Henrietta's head turns to look at him, and if you look at her ear, you'll see fluid leak out of the ear. Now, part of you would be like, okay, well, that's just... Because she's an evil demon. Mm -hmm. But apparently it was so hot in that suit that that was actually Ted Raimi's sweat leaking out of the ear of the makeup. Wow. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, pretty fucking funny. Um, So Ash goes crazy and he's yelling at these people to like get him out. It is so damn funny too because he's like almost like this thing is almost ready to grab him and take him down. And... You just see these hands grab Bruce Campbell's head and pulls him out of the cellar. <laughs> He's like, <"Arr!" laughs> I mean, it's so funny because, yeah, they could have made it where they grab him under the arms and yeah. pull him out. But to get the comedy aspect of it, they just grab his head. Yeah, because he's like, oh, <laughs> that's so great. Yeah, it is so funny. So we kind of go around, and I don't think they ever all introduce each other here, but we do kind of, this is where everybody now is kind of teamed up. They know what's going on. They kind of go around the cabin here. This is where they find, there's like a weird scene where they walk into a room, and they see Annie's dad. He's like trapped in hell almost, it looks like. Mm -hmm. You see like his face, I can't explain the effect very well, but he's like, read the pages and send the He's like, it'll put the demon, it'll bring it here to this world, and then you can vanish it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, basically, you put it in mortal form, and then you can put it through a portal, I guess. Yeah, a portal will open up to send it back to wherever, or get rid of it, basically. And there is a very funny scene. I, I had to ask you what you thought of it, because Annie is looking through the Book of the Dead, and she's like... Oh, apparently there was some great champion back in the Middle Ages that helped defeat the evil. (laughs) And it is obviously a drawing of Ash. Yes. He's got a gun. He's got the blue shirt that Ash has on. And he's got a chainsaw. Yeah. And I just wanted to be like, what did you think of that? Did you think that that was Ash? And I said, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. 100%. Because not anybody has a chainsaw for a hand. Yeah. Because he has it raised. I think in the picture he has the chainsaw hand raised. I think so. In the air. And so I'm like, yeah, that's totally him. Because really, if you'd seen the first one, it's pretty contained to the cabin. Mm. That like they go to the cabin, people die. Ash is the only one alive at the end. That's it. You're watching this movie and like, dude, by the end, Ash has been sucked into a portal into the Middle Ages. I'm sure you're probably like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) 
thought this was going to be Evil Dead 2. This is crazy. It would have been a fun surprise to be like, wow, I had no idea it was going to go here. Mm-hmm. It's right here. It's right here. Okay. So they forced Henrietta back into the cellar here, and like this head pops out. Her Annie's boyfriend, Ed, is like beating it. They're trying to like get this thing back in the cellar and lock it down, and they close the lid of the cellar on this thing and like step down on it and an eyeball pops out and goes like right into Bobby Joe's mouth <laughs> which apparently they they shot it in reverse it's basically her like spitting the eyeball out oh, nice. and they reverse the film to make it look like it's going in that's that's nice it's very yeah I don't know take some brains to think about that yeah it's very funny and Ed speaking of Ed here at this point he gets possessed Ash has to, he kills him with an axe. He dismembers him, which it is kind of funny seeing him swing this axe one-handed. It doesn't look like it would really work. Mm. He's way too high up on the axe. And he's like, eh, eh. <laughs> just like, I don't know if you would really get good. You want to hold it maybe at the end, but it just makes me laugh. But more blood here. Green blood going Green. everywhere. Yeah. Which I was like, okay. Because I think um, the girlfriend, Ash's girlfriend had black blood. It changes throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get you get like black, red, green, blue somewhere, I think. But mm. So after Ed is killed and Bobby Joe gets an eye in the mouth, she runs out of the cabin <laughs> and gets like taken out by these trees. This is kind of redoing the scene from the first one where the lady got raped by the tree. Thankfully, we don't see the go up her leg. No. It, just, it wraps her up. You do see some branches go into her mouth. Yes. And she just gets taken out oh man yeah because she freaks out and that's why she's just screaming and running yeah and gets taken by a tree yep into the woods and her boyfriend jake gets pissed off and this is where you know annie is trying to translate some of the pages here but jake holds them both at gunpoint ash and annie takes the pages that she was trying to translate and throws them down in the cellar (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I'm fucking done with this bullshit and throws him down there with Henrietta. Thank you, idiot. Because you said it, there is a very quick moment where it looks like he's going to throw him in the fire that's going. Right. You're like, oh shit, I thought he was going to burn him. Because, I mean, if he's done with it, he would probably want to destroy him. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, Jake forces him to go out into the woods to find Bobby Joe. And some, at this point, Ash turns back into his evil possessed form here and attacks both of them. Mm-hmm. So Jake and Annie run back to the cabin, and this this is so funny. This is where Ash is trying to hit, get in through the back door. Annie finds this knife in the cabin that looks like it's made out of like a... A spine. Spine. It's so fucking crazy. I, I put in my notes, I'm like, I have no idea where this thing came from. Yeah, it's just, I guess this dad collects weird-ass shit. Maybe. But it is very funny because she thinks Ash is coming at her here, so she rounds the corner and just <laughs> stabs the first thing, and it is Jake. <laughs> And he's like, no. Right in the stomach. <laughs> he was all like, oh, my, oh, man. Yeah. And this is probably one of my favorite parts, too, because Ash is trying to get into the back, and she's dragging him, like, to the living room. And he keeps being like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. And she just goes, shut up, shut up. <laughs> this guy's dying, and she's screaming at him. <laughs> I've had enough of your moaning and groaning. Yeah. Groaning. You just shut the fuck up. <laughs> it just makes me laugh as she's yelling at this dying dude. <laughs> that she's killed. <laughs> I'm like, lady, you got a dark side. Yeah. 
at some point here, well, Henrietta, we do see Henrietta at one point does to to mess with her, turn back into her mom, and is singing the "Mama's Gonna Buy You a Rocking Bird" song mm, right. to fucking mess with them, and she's like, "Oh, you're, it's me, it's your mom. It'll be okay. Let me out of here." Yeah. Even though you just saw what I did. Don't fall for it, lady. Yes. And she doesn't. No, thankfully. And as Ash is coming, Annie kind of like puts Jake stupidly right next to the cellar door. She like drags him over and leaves him there. Oh, yeah. And wouldn't you know it, Jake just gets fucking dragged into the cellar. And it's so funny. She's like holding his legs and just tons of blood is getting <laughs> sprayed out. You know, it just, it can't be just Ash getting sprayed yeah. with blood. No, everybody has to. Well, he gets dragged down into the cellar and, you know, Ash is trying to kill her, but he does see the necklace. There is a necklace that his girlfriend gave him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He sees the necklace on the ground, which if you see it, the chain of the necklace is made into a skull shape. Oh. Which that's, it was like that in the first one as well. Interesting. And he remembers who he is and he turns back into ash he's you know he is able to overcome the evil yeah he's like hmm oh i remember i love this lady (laughs) which it is funny because the lady annie starts like hitting him or trying to beat him and he's like it's me it's me Mm -hmm. it's like god damn it i said it was me this is probably another i could just say this about the whole movie of being my favorite scene (laughs) because they're like we need those pages to translate to set this evil back the pages are down there. We got to go down there. Ugh. It's like that scene in Ghostbusters 2 when they realize someone's got to go down into the river of slime. It's like, someone's got to go down there. Not me. Someone's got to go down there. Not it. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the whole badass, like, gearing up montage where they go into the shed. And these very quick cuts, like Sam Raimi does this so much where it's really cool, where it's just quick cuts of, like, him putting shit together. It's like, Shh. Like putting any because he's modifying the chainsaw. Yeah. Which I don't know exactly what he does to it because he can turn it on and off when he wants or rev mm-hmm. it up with just nothing but his hand. I was like, how does it work? Eh. Who cares? Yeah, because he's down there in the cellar later and he's like, bruh, 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 bruh. <laughs> did he link it to his mind? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, he puts the chainsaw in his hand and he like, cinches it so it will stay on but then he also uses the chainsaw i don't know if this would work very well uh he cuts the barrel of the shotgun off to make it shorter and easier to carry i mean a sawed off shotgun yeah exactly and then he does like a little flip and puts it in the holder in his back he does have like these two little prongs on his shirt so he can start the chainsaw he puts like the thing of the chainsaw and he like revs it and we get the famous line of the movie where like ash is very associated with this line he goes groovy (laughs) (laughs) i mean he does kind of look like a badass yeah in the um sequel not the sequel the remake uh it's just called evil dead but it is somewhat of a remake of the first one not very funny no comedy in it but it is super fucking violent Mm. and uh ash is not in that movie until the very end the credits are over and you just see bruce campbell's face and he goes Groovy. And it ends. (laughs) But that's just about a bunch of kids going to a cabin. Like, the main character, she is like a recovering heroin addict. 
and they go to this cabin in the woods to help her stay so like she could kick her habit and you oh, know wow. and wouldn't you know it someone finds a book of the dead and reads it at 3 a.m <laughs> god damn it <laughs> wait what time is it 3 15 did you know that jesus died at 3 15 p.m well, that doesn't make sense. How do we know what time it was? No! 3.15 a.m. is when the demons come out. <laughs> That's the rule. <laughs> Don't question it. Yes. Jeez. Um, instead of opening the chain to the cellar door, Ash just chainsaws through it. I mean, yeah. Which, if you've ever used a chainsaw, if you sawed through things, chainsaws go dull pretty quick. Yeah. And they kind of kick back. Yeah. I would imagine. Actually, I've never used... No, maybe I've used ours once. They scare me. Do they? Uh, yeah, the chain kind of comes off a little bit on ours. I've had to stop it and kind of tighten it to so it'll go. But yeah. I've used my dad's gas-powered chainsaw when I was younger, and it just stops being able to cut through wood. Maybe I'm not doing it right, but my dad would always be like that. He's like, oh, they dull. I have to get like new blades or get them sharpened. See, I love power tools. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's my jam, but there are some that scare me. Yes. Yeah, we did use a table saw. Well, I used a uh, yeah, you. <laughs> table saw. Because that like, scares me too. We were cutting wood, and I was trying to figure it out. And I was like, it's got this guard on it that won't go back. And I realized all you have to do is just push it, and the guard will automatically go back. But the little the little nut that holds the blade in place came loose after I used it for maybe like five or ten minutes. So I was like, oh, I'll just tighten it. So I grabbed the nut, not realizing that this thing was like 500 degrees yeah, after using it. I wouldn't imagine. And I didn't think. I wasn't thinking. And my my thumb had a burn on it for like months. Yeah. It, like the skin was dead and it was like growing back. I could just see it. But I was like, I'll tighten this nut real quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, thanks for taking one for the tea, honey. <laughs> I learned a bad lesson. I'm never using that thing ever again. It is kind of crazy because, Yeah. It, it would get stuck sometimes as I was going through the wood, and maybe I was cutting too much wood at once, or it, the wood was too thick, but I would try and push it and be like... The saw's probably a piece of shit. We got it from, like, the... Harbor Freight? Yeah. Not that things there are a piece of shit, but they're just kind of, like... Cheaper. Yeah. Maybe knock, we didn't... Knockoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we didn't get, like, a, a expensive, pricey one. No, I don't think so. I don't think we could really afford it at that time. Yeah, well, maybe not. But it is scary to use these tools. But, like, that oh. power, the um, electric chainsaw we've got, I love that thing so much. Good. It's so easy to use. I'm glad. <laughs> <When I've, laughs> I've used it to cut limbs and dead limbs out of trees and stuff, and it's yeah. nice. I'm like, woo, you go, honey. I, I hate that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so those are the logistics of a chainsaw. I don't think you'd be able to cut through like just continually cut through stuff without it getting dull or getting yeah. caught especially a chain or a person true yeah <laughs> people are are complex yeah got lots of bones and stuff they've got a lot of feelings and stuff <laughs> it's hard to cut through that shit <laughs> <laughs> so ash does go down into the fruit cellar and true to its name there are like gourds and stuff hanging off the ceiling i guess that's where they used like fruit dry to dry fruit down there sure we do find the body of Jake. It's like a skeleton now. Really got it. <laughs> they just plucked him. Yeah. Ash finds several pages of the book. And this is another fantastic scene because the lady is like, oh, toss the pages up here. And he just goes, Wah. and like, that's not how physics work. He just no. tosses several pages and she just catches them. Have you ever tossed like, 
Paper. Paper. It just goes everywhere. This has got its mind of its own, and it's just flipping all over the place. I know. I don't know. Maybe, like, dried, old-ass pages of a book that are... Because he's finding them in, like, water. Maybe they're all sticking together or something, but it is just funny to watch because he's just like... And they all stick together, and she just catches him as if he threw a ball up to her. Well, okay. Maybe... if Have you ever, like... I think it was, like, when I was in elementary, we made paper out of recycled paper... Mm-hmm. Like little, and it's basically, it's thick. It's a thick piece of paper because you just basically water down recycled paper, mm-hmm. pat it out and let it dry. <laughs> so maybe it was that because yeah. it's thicker and heavier. Yeah. I'm just so. trying to make sense out of it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I don't know if, if we ever could. No. After this, and the mom turns into, I put in my notes, a monkey? Well, I'm glad you brought that because I was trying to remember exactly like the step by step. So Ash gets back up from the cellar and Henrietta gets out and they're fighting her for a bit. And yes, her head, and I think this is stop motion animation here as well, like the neck elongates and she's like a snake with her head on like a long thing. That's right. But she's got monkey sounds. <laughs> it's like, that's right. That's why I put up my notes, question mark. I'm like, she turns into a monkey, question mark? Yeah, like bird, monkey type thing. I guess she doesn't look like a monkey. She just sounds like a monkey. Yeah, it, she's definitely got monkey sounds, and you're just like, what the fuck? But um, she's beating the shit out of Ash, and you think, you know, this isn't going well until Annie starts singing the Mama's Gonna Buy You a Rocking Bird song, mm-hmm. and the monster is like, oh, stops for a second, allowing Ash to cut its head off. Yeah. And... The head, like, rolls. So as the head, like, gets cut off, it's like, I swallow your soul, I swallow your soul. Oh. And he, Ash is like, swallow this, and shoots it, destroys it. Oh, damn. Yeah, badass. Nice. I didn't watch all of Ash versus the Evil Dead, but they kind of make him, like, a little bit of a piece of shit in that show. <laughs> he's got fake teeth. He, like, puts in a partial... And he's wearing a girdle at the beginning. It shows him, like, putting a girdle on. (laughs) And he's, like, hitting on everything that moves. So it is kind of funny. That show takes place after the third one that he is kind of a piece of shit. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah. Which, the third one makes him like that, too. He's, like, a ladies' man, kind of doesn't really care about everybody. So they kind of expand upon that in that. Because... He goes to a bar and tells the story of how the third movie basically to pick up chicks in the show mm. at the start. And he like has sex with a woman in the bathroom. Wow. It is kind of funny because it reveals how the evil dead come back in the show in the very first episode. Apparently he brought a woman back to the trailer he's living in and she was like, oh, do you have any poetry? I get, it gets me so hot. <laughs> and Ash opens up the book of the dead and he's like. Clock two, Verada, night two, baby. And they're like wasted. They're drunk as shit. And he's like, he remembers him doing that. And he's like, oh shit. Oh no. He releases the evil dead because he got drunk and wasted and was trying to score with a woman. (laughs) You idiot. (laughs) So we're getting close to the end here. I mean, the Annie starts reading for the pages of the book and the portal opens up outside Mm -hmm. and this is where all hell breaks loose. Like this big giant tree monster, which is called the rotten apple head is how they named the the creature band name. Yeah. Rotten apple head. Yeah. 
bursts through the door, and Ash, a very nice touch here, Ash, his hair, some of his hair turns white when he sees it. Yeah. I always like when that happens. You hear about it, you know, like, oh, he got so scared, his hair turned white. Like, so scared. But you'd have to be pretty goddamn scared, I guess, to for your hair to turn white. I guess so. I wouldn't think that he would get scared. Well, he's not like a superhero, and especially in the third one, he's kind of a coward in parts, mm-hmm. but especially in the Ash versus Evil Dead show, but... He is. He he'll kick ass. He'll, okay. He'll kick ass if he needs to. And Annie's reading through the pages. This portal is like trying sucking everything out. Ash gets picked up by the rotten applehead tree, and he chainsaws its eye, and the thing like finally gets sucked out into the portal. And wouldn't you know it? As Annie is getting done reading these pages, she gets stabbed in the back with the the spine dagger by the severed hand. Yes. That son of a bitch. Yeah, and so Annie can't finish her translation, so this portal is still like the car, the famous car. that I don't know if we mentioned it, but Sam Raimi's cars and everything that he does. And that car gets sucked through the portal. There's a funny thing where Ash is hanging onto like a wall, trying not to get sucked out of the cabin, and you see him like duck, and it's a like a washer. <laughs> gets no. over his head into the portal. <laughs> nice. And he's like, dear God, how do you stop it? And with her dying breath, Annie finishes the words to the thing. But not in time. Yeah, Ash gets sucked into the portal. And this is a very cool scene where he's like flying through time. You see like Christmas lights as he's flying through this portal. (laughs) I put that he goes on an acid trip. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, he's like flipping and flying and you see like lights and stuff. And you see like the scene of just red and green Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. It's pretty fucking funny. And... I think I read that they filmed this in like a um, a junkyard, but mm-hmm. Ash falls from the sky, his car falls from the sky and gets destroyed, landing in the ground. And, yeah, and like sand. Yeah, sand, but all of these guys dressed in armor, the worst armor you've seen. I don't think they had the money to do this. Like way back when, like... Knights, like medieval knights. Exactly. Medieval knights crafts. <laughs> <laughs> Moon Knight. Yes. Moon Knight. Uh, you can see some of this armor doesn't fit some of these guys very well. There's a dude in the front when they show up and his helmet is like, his neck is exposed. His helmet's not big enough for him. And you're yeah. like, that guy would die if yeah. someone hit him in the neck there. Absolutely. And these guys are about to take Ash down. They're about to fucking stab him or kill him because they think he's fucking evil. Mm-hmm. It must be 3.15 a.m. <laughs> it's bright outside, but it's 3.15 <laughs> back then. So right. who knows? At their time. And this demonic monster flies and is like trying to take all these guys out. And Ash comes out of nowhere with his gun and shoots the head straight off of it. Mm-hmm. And these guys are all like, hail, hail, hail. And we see it's the page from the book that she was looking at where it's the guy standing in the middle with surrounded by all these knights. Yeah. And he's like, no. No! And yeah, he was like devastated. In the book, when you look at it, you think, oh, it's a hero. And he's raising his hand because he's like, yeah, we did it. We do get that scene in the next one. It's called uh, Army of Darkness. And yeah, it cuts there. He's got Middle Ages. That's exactly where the next one takes place. You'd be like, where could they go? And yeah, the third one takes place completely in medieval times. He's got to get the fuck out of this portal. How are you going to, yeah, how is he going to get home? And you will find out that this place is infested with deadites. Ooh. So, so what's he going to do? 
Well, that's fun. We're going to have to watch that one. Yes. No, it is very good. It, it's very funny. It's more... That one is more comedic than any of them. Oh, okay. So it's like Evil Dead 1, horror movie. Evil Dead 2, horror comedy. Evil Dead 2, comedy with a little bit of horror. A <laughs> little bit. Just a dash. <laughs> Just a little dash. It's a sprinkle. <laughs> <laughs> so... That was Evil Dead too. I mean, you said you didn't really care for it very much or you just liked it okay? You know, it's so funny. Sometimes after we talk about it, I change my mind. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I like it a little bit better. Yeah. Do I love it? No. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. For for what it for what it was and and how it's evolved. Mm-hmm. But um and I wouldn't hate it if we watched it again. It's just not like Eh, it's just eh. Not your thing. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. Everybody has their own opinion, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, this movie got passed around. When I worked at the theater, people were just like, Evil Dead. It's like one of the greatest movies of all time. And it just worked for me. Like, it's funny. There aren't very many horror comedies, I don't feel like, or, or ones that work very well. Right. No, it's, it's very, it's, it's hard to do. Yeah. And I was trying to think of ones that like horror comedy, but I can't think of another one off the top of my head, but... I just think it's really funny and it and it works and I always thought Ash was like a badass and the special effects were great and yeah just I really credit that time of me working at the movie theater to just getting introduced by a, to a ton of stuff because we were just so many people working there I'd be like oh have you seen this movie or oh have you heard of Evil Dead 2 it's like supposedly one of the greatest horror comedies I'm like I'm going to check that out or I'm going to watch that or I'll see that and who would have known that so many years later, you'd be having a podcast talking about movies. I wouldn't have thought that at the time, yeah. No. Crazy. So that the theater was really where I cut my teeth getting introduced to everything and anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I'll leave it at, is I love this movie so much. Good. I am glad. Well, you may have figured it out by listening to this, but the next movie that we'll be doing is Army of Darkness. Yay! <laughs> so you're getting two weeks in a row of Deadites and Ash and Bruce Campbell's amazing physique. Evil Dead. <laughs> Evil Dead. Woo! And, you know, if you're upset that we skipped the first one, we just don't have time. Yeah, sorry. Um, we're doing two of the three, and the third, the first one kind of does get wrapped up a little bit more in the first one, so we want to see the new one and just trying to get Shelly caught up as fast as we can. Exactly. And with me starting the business and still having school and working... The job that pays the bills. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, and as Meatloaf said, two out of three ain't bad. That's right. Baby, we can laugh down. I can't remember, but he's like, two out of three ain't bad. I don't know. But share. That, <laughs> like that turned country real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the next time that we do this podcast, we'll be talking about the third Evil Dead movie, Army of Darkness. Um, and, and we'll probably end it there because I was thinking about if we needed to watch the remake that came out in like the, the 2014 or something like mm. that. And no, we don't. Apparently this movie that just came out is more of a sequel to these that we're watching now. So it's not like a direct sequel to the one that came out. Right on. So we'll be doing Army of Darkness and then we'll be going to see Evil Dead Rise, which we may do an episode on. We'll talk about maybe. I don't know. We'll, we'll discuss it. We'll get back to you when we do. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So if you need to reach out to us, you can email us at thefilmobsessedcouple at gmail.com. You can follow us on any of the social media platforms. And we really appreciate you listening. We love you guys. Yep. Just remember, we'll swallow your soul. And thanks for listening. <laughs>